Hey guys, we just want to share about a, a live stream that's coming up with myself, Stephen McKee, and Jane Schroeder. Yes, it's on the 12th of December, Saturday the 12th of December, and it will be recorded so people that purchase it, different time scale, like in the US and different parts of the, the nations, will be able to watch it. Um, with a link, it will be already recorded for you. So it is live stream, but if you can't watch it live, you will get a recorded video later. And the title is Remnant Rising. What an amazing title, Jane. It's a brilliant title that we really felt that in this time, in this season, the Lord is looking for the remnant. Yeah, absolutely. God is raising up a remnant in these days. We can see darkness all across the earth, like gross darkness of people, but God has always raised up a remnant, whether it was Israel or whether it was like the Zadok priesthood, whether it was a small band of people, 120 in Jerusalem when Pentecost came. God always chose a remnant, and we believe in these days he's raising up a remnant. So join us, guys, on the 12th of December. Go to Fiery Crown and Glory. Dot com. That's right, fairycrownandglory.com and register there and we look forward to seeing you. And it's a live stream and you can also get the recorded video if you can't watch it live. So see you guys there, fairycrownandglory.com. Hi and welcome to Wisdom's Echo, a daily podcast. I am your host, Teresa Bowen. And I will be sharing some insights on the Maseroth, or commonly known as the constellations. I'm sharing out of the book by Francis Rolston, Maseroth, or the constellations. Um, Ian Clayton recommended this book to me um, over, I don't know, four or five years ago. And it has truly um, opened to me the um, quest of the desire of my heart to know more about these 12 houses of Jacob or Yahav as it's pronounced in Hebrew. So what are the real meaning of the emblems or the signs or the constellations? You know, the world uses them um, to prophesy. <laughs> Um, in the form of your astrology, I guess it is that you, or not you, but some read out of a newspaper, I suppose, or probably online now. Um, I remember my grandmother sometimes reading those and I'm like, grandma, that's, we don't do that. <laughs> she was quite a character with her fiery red headed little self. So what are the real meanings of the emblems? One of the greatest of uninspired teachers, the Socrates of Plato, is said to have always appealed to the common sense of his hearers. There is an, an appeal to the common sense of mankind as to the meanings of the emblems of ancient astronomy, which is apparently intended they should make. The aid of history, languages, and tradition may have been required to... Um, ascertain what these meanings were but when pointed out anyone acquainted with the holy scriptures can judge of their suitability to express the prophecies they're recorded as given to the first parents of mankind the seed of the woman shall bruise the serpent's head the serpent shall bruise his heel there is a tradition that at uh, the creation of man 
The sun at the summer solstice was among the stars, called the sign of the Virgin. In that place was figured, long before the Christian era, in the Egyptian zodiac, the figure of a woman with an ear of corn in her hand, and below, another female figure holding an infant. Here, then, is recognized the seed, the offspring of the woman. In the next sign, the scales at once convey the idea of purchase. He comes to buy, to redeem, right? There is um, then the figure of a man grasping a serpent as in conflict, his foot on the head of a scorpion, whose reverted sting appears to have wounded his heel. Here the seed, the offspring of the woman, is bruising the enemy's head after having received the predicted bruise in the heel. The first prophecy is thus fully figured out. The first part of it, as fully accomplished, the heel of the virgin's son was bruised when nailed upon the cross. In the next sign, an arrow is coming forth from the bow. Can anyone fail to see here express that he shall come speedily, surely, then a kid or goat sinking down as the sacrifice appointed to be slain for sin. Then the promised seed, the man is arising and pouring out water as to purify, sustain life. Two fishes joined together by a band come next. Water is their element. Abundantly multiplying is their characteristic. To the Christian, there is but to name the Church of Christ, and the fitness of the emblem will at once be recognized. The primitive institution of sacrifice was equal, equally of a kid or lamb. The lamb or young ram is next, as it had been slain, but now living on high. The bull also, a sacrificial animal, but living and in an attitude of victory. He who died in the kid is now alive again, and to him all power is given. The twins, the closest visible image of the two natures in one person, are next. The scriptural believer will not fail to recognize their import. The crab holds fast what it has once grasped, the lion rends apart whatever he seizes, as at the last awful day the judge will separate good from evil. Take and read, as the voice cried to the saint of old. Search the scriptures, as the Lord himself has enjoined, even if never searched before, and see if these simple and expressive emblems are not faithful interpreters of the prof prophecies there contained. The coincidence cannot be overlooked. They're, they are too complete to be unintentional. The common sense of mankind at once recognizes the marks of design. To that universal faculty, the appeal is made. Are there not here those marks and in the correspondence with Scripture, the proof of what was that design? Was it not indeed in another yet consistent, record to show forth the glory of God. 
this appeal to the ordinary faculties of the human mind, to its powers of comparison and judgment, may well hope for the verdict that the signs were intended to symbolize prophecy as recorded in the Holy Scriptures. A connecting link is the signif signification of the ancient names in the original language of mankind and as transmitted in the Hebrew of the Holy Scriptures and the most ancient Arabic. But to appreciate this additional evidence, there must be either a knowledge of the languages or a due estimate of the force of testimony. Those acquainted with the original scriptures will testify to the occurrence of the root of the name in those writings as shown by the references given in the subsequent tables. So the zodiac in its present forms and order as beginning with Aries is transmitted by Hipparchus and Ptolemies who lived about the time of the Christian era as of unquestioned authority, unknown origin, and unsearchable antiquity. The explanation here given follows the course of prophecy and the order of the stars arising in the evening with the sun in Aries. The root of these words, um, the examples are the idea of a family of words is familiar, familiarity with the search will familiarize the result. So the um, Latin names of the 12 signs, Aries, the ram or lamb coming forth, um, Taurus, the bull coming to rule, the chief, Gemini, the twins, Cancer, the crab, Leo, the lion, Virgo, the woman bearing the seed, Libra, the balance or scales, liberating, Scorpio, which cleaves in conflict, Sagittarius, the archer, Capricornus, the atoning sacrifice, and Aquarius, the water bearer, and Pisces, the fish multiplying. All names have meanings, if not in the language into which they are adopted, yet in some other from which they are derived. The names applied by the Romans to their divinities are considered to be derived from the Etruscan. It is therefore probable that the names by which they called the Twelve Signs also had the same origin. These names are here shown to contain roots having the same meanings as those of the Semitic names of the same figures. This derivation is conformed by the recent Ninevite discoveries from which it is inferred that Etruria had an intimate connection with Assyria. Ooh, so interesting. So um, in Job 34, verse 3, we see Aries the ram, the Hebrew root, Aleph, Resh, Chet. That would be the Erech, Erech. So let's look in our... Um, Scripture, let's find that. It will take me just a second to look that up for us. So Job 34. And verse... Let's see. 
it's talking about um, a meat or verse 5 for Job has said I am righteous and God hath taken away my judgment so uh, let's see let me find the word he's talking about here ah well this one's Aleph Ket Lamed Achal is a food but let's look up the word um, ram in the scripture Genesis let's see we'll go to ram and that word is the Aleph Yod Lamed Ail And let's see if we get different um, translate, you know, different words sometimes. And one is a resh mem. So let's find the sacrifice. That's what we need to look for. So this is given us one in Job. Let's see what it says about the ram. And this wrath kindled. All right, that one is the Resh Mem. I think Exodus would be a good one to find a sacrificial ram, don't you think? Thou shalt also take one ram. That is the Aleph Yod Lamed, the Ail. Maybe that is an Aleph. Yeah. Aleph Yod Lamed, the Ail, properly from strength, the chief the ram, the oak. All right, now let's look up um, the word lamb and see if we get a different, or if that one kind of works with us better. The lamb, that one's shin hay, the say, pushing out to pasture. So that's not what we're looking for. I think Exodus again would be a good one. Everyone take a lamb, the shin, Hey, the say from pushing forth. Um, the lamb shall be without blemish. That one is the same. So we understand the Aries. So that begins the year, and that begins the prophecy. We always begin with Aries. And I guess the thing I'm wanting to find out is um, the Hebrew <clears throat> uh, calendar. Let's see if we can find that. I'm just going along and studying right here with you in this. So that March and that April begins the month Nisan, and that's where we have the Pesach, all right? And so that would be when Aries, the sun would come up in Aries. And remember, I read that on uh, just a, a few minutes ago about that's our beginning. When the sun arises, in Aries and Aries is that ram or that lamb and we can find that um, in this book the Maseroth let's find the ram yes Aries the ram or the lamb coming forth the Hebrew name Tila the um, Tet Lamed Tila that is 
lamb sent forth. That is Aries, the ram or the lamb. That's the root right there for the house um, in that constellation. And what we want to find really quickly is the name, the Hebrew or the Eber name for Aries. The, the letter or the Hebrew alphabet it would be the Lamed to teach. That's when we begin to learn, when we begin to, that beginning of the year, um, when we begin to awaken to the prophecies that Yahweh has for his people, the sacrificial lamb that we are made clean to come before the Lord. <clears throat> In all of his fullness. So uh, that concludes this session and I hope you'll join me again on the next session of the Maseroth.